1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Grab your family, a date, or friends and get yourself reacquainted with the movies today because the big screen is back. Get your tickets today to see Candyman and other great blockbusters at MarcusTheaters.com. There's something for everyone at Marcus Theater. Time to talk music news with our music guy, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? Good. Got a long weekend ahead? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it will be. You know, we've got the usual, you know, bad art funnel cake, you know, music type of stuff going on. <laughs> well, it's uh, nice weather here. You yeah. Know, so, yeah, we're going to get it so through. Good. Some good college football on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And we get three weeks of Summerfest. Yeah, you do? Three weekends of Summerfest, I should which is, say, yeah. Which is, a, which is a nice way to do it. Which we found out from Bob Babish may be the new template. It's like on a two-year trial to see if this is a better way to do it. Because he said, rather than having an 11-day window to bring in artists, we get an 18-day window right. to bring in artists, which he says really improves things, you know, that, that extra seven days. Yeah, it makes, it, makes the, you know, it makes things more available. It gives them a lot of room to... To give it and a, and a lot of flexibility, and uh, yeah, I mean, it would make a lot of sense. It's kind of the country music model, you know. They do things on the weekend, go home, you know, go home for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, maybe Thursday, and then roll back out for the weekend and get the big crowd. Sure, here's one for you. Last night, Luke Bryan was on the American Family Amphitheater stage at Summerfest, right? Right. And I, I didn't go to that show, but I saw him. On ABC last night in Nashville, uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it amazing? You know, if you're a big country star, you can be multiple places at the same time. Yeah, he was part of that. Uh, what was that? The country music? Yeah, CMA Summer. Fest. Yeah, that a, right. A deal. Yeah, it was pretty good actually. So you know, they know it? how to. They know how to keep well, those shows. Well, it was recorded popping. earlier. It, it was, was yeah, yeah recorded weekly, summer fest, but, Yeah, but they know how to keep. They know how to keep the shows popping. You know, yeah. they how to keep that that kind of show popping and. You know, you never get too tired of watching anything before you're on to the next one. Yeah, so Summerfest rolling here. Uh, Kiss, but, uh, but no doobies at uh, at Summerfest. Right? Yeah, no doobies. Kiss. Um, you know, they're both of those, and they're the they're really the biggest bands to date that have had to postpone shows due to COVID. Uh, in this, in Kiss's case, it was Paul Stanley and then Gene Simmons. So they're going home for ten days. Everybody's going to quarantine, and they're they're hoping to come back out and, of course, reschedule the shows they postponed. Same with the Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald contracted COVID, and so they're going to go home for a little while and then uh, roll back out. I think down in Cleveland next weekend. And this is going to be this is going to be what we're going to be living with. Well, let's just do the COVID roundup here because there's some other COVID-related stuff with corn. Yeah, you got corn's back on the road, but Jonathan Davis, who had COVID, you know, is he's performing part of the show in a throne on stage, and then you know, still feeling the effects of COVID. And people have seen him, you know, walking off stage to take some oxygen hits. Hits. Um, you know, so that's clear. he's clearly still feeling the effects. Uh, Tame Impala, British band, you know, that's coming to play arenas in the fall is going to require vaccinations or proof of negative tests. Um, I know uh, David Allen Coe, and there was one other country guy who had to uh, do the postponement thing because they, uh, David Lee Murphy, they both had to postpone because, you know, of contracting COVID. So taking taking some time off there. And, you know, there will, there will be more. You know, each week is going to bring more and more of, of these. And every time you buy your ticket, it's going to be a crapshoot. Yeah, well, yeah, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really is. And this is, like I say, it's it's a new, and I'm, I'm I'm working on a newspaper story about this. Just that this is the new world order, and this is the way, this is the way things are going to be. They are seeing if you talk to Ticketmaster or executives with Live Nation and AEG, they are seeing a decrease in ticket buy, advanced ticket buying, and people, you know, people not feeling particularly secure that they're going to buy a ticket for a show that's going to happen. Right. So they, and I think that'll become a pattern. You'll see a lot more ticket buying week of show. And even that's not necessarily uh, going to do it. That's I know not he, a, right a guarantee. He, no, we only had, we only had what, you know, in, in our case here in the Detroit area, we had one day notice on kiss um, and one day notice on the Doobie brothers for that. matter. So even if you bought your ticket that week, you still were out of luck. Um, right. Here's the here's the good news, bad news. The bad news is Bonnaroo was canceled. Right. They had to stop. But the good news is not because of COVID. Right. Yeah, Bonnaroo was canceled because of rain, you know, Hurricane Ida. And, you know, it cut that curved path up, you know, up into the, the northeast, you know, New York, Jersey, Pennsylvania, you know, all the horrific scenes we're seeing there. Well, it blasted through Tennessee as well, and basically the grounds are simply not in a condition to hold a festival for 80,000 people. Uh, I wonder how it picked up so much water Well, uh, not being over the ocean. If you have a dry, well, I I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. I shouldn't even, I don't even play one on TV. Gary, you don't need to be an expert at anything to talk about stuff on this show. I know, know, but I know there's somebody (laughs) listening who does know about this (laughs) stuff who will call us on it. But, you know, so it just, but, you know, in the case of Tennessee where they had had a big dry stretch, you know, dry ground, you know, meeting a deluge of rain is not a good equation. Yeah, and so they just they they had to call it off. I mean, there was no way they were going to be able to bring in trucks and staging, much less people. You know what? You know what? You could have done though. You could have brought uh, Abba in because they're going to go out as well. They're calling them avatars, but come on, avatars. I, Avatar. I do like the name. Yeah. yeah. Well, so basically, what they did, and we've been hearing all these rumors and rumbling for a couple years now. I think you know it goes back to like 2017. They were talking about making new music and doing something. So we're going to have an ABBA avatar virtual concert in May, starting May 22 in England. They're building a special arena to have this, and it's going to be the the avatars with a live band, and there will be a virtual component to it. So those of us not in England uh, can see the show. Uh, apparently they've already filmed their part. Is this going to be it. like their Branson where you go to see you go to them, them at the yeah, specific you go to theater. See, well, yeah, you're not even going to see them. You're going to Queen Elizabeth Park, Olympic Park to see the Avatars. Uh, they may rename the band that by then. But in the meantime, they've recorded not just a couple of songs, which they initially intended to do, but a whole new album called Voyage, and that's going to come out on November 5th. So you'll, we'll have 10 new ABBA songs on November 5th, and then come, uh, you know, come next May, we'll have a concert with 20 of the greatest hits and two of the new songs. They either have to change their name to Ava, or they have to be Avatars. I, like I don't the, like this I like going back Avata- and, Yeah, I like the Avatars as a name. Yeah, I don't want to be going back and forth. <laughs> and the Avatars are them in their prime. It's not them right. currently, broken well, down old what's people. Interesting is- so the motion capture, which nobody wants to look 40 at, forty years older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the motion, but the motion capture capture is them currently, and then but they're going to superimpose on the current ABBA motion capture, ABBA 
circa 1982. Why not get people who can still move smoothly and then put their bodies on and faces might, well, on them? Well, they didn't move that much on stage. Anyway. Okay. They didn't have the, they, they weren't like the Jackson 5 or anything. All right. So, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, I, I don't know what it's going to be, but we'll, we'll definitely check it out. Back when ABBA was in their prime, if I'd have said to my friends, hey, guys, ABBA's coming to town. Let's go. You might have got your ass kicked. I believe you'd have got your ass kicked yeah. for that one. Probably. <laughs> Although probably. It, it was in the uh, the WLPX commercials on TV. ABBA, Sticks, REO. Yeah. Yeah. Ronstadt. Yeah. Yes. Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt was part of that. Yeah. I remember that. The yeah, old Joe I mean, Kelly commercials. History history has brought, brought about some revisionism about the way we feel about ABBA. I don't know who it was. Who I don't know if you can pinpoint where it became cool. But somewhere along the line, you know, you didn't have to feel about about ABBA like you did if you were a rock and roller in 1980. You know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't particularly that big a fan of ABBA, but nope, I can't imagine but... saying to all my Skinnerd fans, "Hey, ABBA's coming, guys!" Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go see the show. The that been, was the, the barroom goes was... silent moment. Yeah. Well, they never came, so you didn't have to worry about it. Um, David Lee Roth reportedly turned down an offer to open for Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Was this before or after he was blown out by Kiss? Uh, this was, uh, well, this was definitely before. So, you know, this is for that, that thing they called the stadium tour that uh, was postponed last summer, was postponed this summer, now is going to take place in 2022. According to Nikki Six, they asked David Lee Roth, to be on the bill because it's poison and I forget who the fourth act is on the bill now, but they they offered one of the spots to David Lee Roth. He turned him down and said, no, I don't open for bands that I influence. So, wow. He also yeah. may have added, by the way, I can't sing anymore. <laughs> but somehow, somehow I he doubt he did that. He didn't say that. Eric yeah, said sure. that yesterday. Eric said last time we saw David Lee Roth, it was just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, the last time I saw Van Halen was got off he was got awful speaking of yeah. van halen uh wolfgang's going to be at Summerfest the last night opening yeah. for guns and roses yeah yeah you'll enjoy that he uh he does a nice show he's the, he's the real deal you and you said the album's good the album's good yeah no he's the kid the kid's the real deal kid he's 30 years old johnny so, rotten yeah. is being uncooperative when it comes to making the uh sex pistols biopic right i mean it's been made Danny Boyle directed it. It's based on Steve Jones, the guitarist memoir. The big dust-up was that Johnny Rotten did not want to allow the band's music to be used. He said, you know, his claim was, well, we had an all-or-nothing agreement in this band, a, a legal agreement that it had to be 100% or you can't do it. Uh, Steve Jones and Paul Cook, the drummer, and the former bass player and the estate of Sid Vicious all went and said, no, 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 it's majority rules. The British courts ruled in favor of the others, not Johnny. They said, yeah, majority rules is what you get to do here. So this biopic uh, will call Pistol will have the, will be able to use authorized Sex Pistols music. So Johnny, as you can guess, is not too happy about that. He had already, you know, when he started making noise about it, had already called it something we can't say on the air here. Uh, now he's now he's just calling it lousy, you know, and, he, and he's very angry that this is all happening without his consent, that he was never consulted, you know, never shown a script, you know, never never accorded with the respect 
he felt he should have. So he he is not he is not going to be a you know a cooperative part of promoting this event, which will only drive more people to watch it. Is he going to make any money off of this? I mean, yeah, he will because you know he still gets he still gets residual royalties. He gets songwriting royalties, mechanical royalties. So he will make some money, but you know Johnny Rotten, he's he's high minded, and he wants it to be legit. Well, we have to talk about the Spice Girls. Well, we can't go until we do that. Yeah, you want to talk your... something, something else first, okay? But we have to talk about the Spice Girls before we go. Oh, we can. Are we, are we talking about the Spice Girls now? We, well, we may as well. Ass kicked for All right then. Yeah, I, like I the mean, Spice really, Abba, Abba, the Spice Girls are our man cards are being turned in at the end of the show here. <laughs> yeah, it's music, Gary. It's it music. is music. It's art. It's art. But yes. October, October 29th for Spice Twenty Five. This is the 25th anniversary edition of the debut album. It's going to be filled out with B-sides, unreleased material, uh, a nice hardback book. You know, it's going to be everything you'd want as a Spice Girls fan, whether you admit to that or not. It's being curated by their original producer, and he promises all sorts of cool things that have never seen the light of day, not even as bootlegs. Boy, you would think the Spice Girls were every bit as big as the Beatles with all the talk we do about them on this little well, they, music Britain, segment I'll that we do. I'll tell you what, in Britain, like Duran Duran, like One Direction, for for their 15 minutes, they were as big as the Beatles or anybody else. You know, huge. And if they, were and they come, wore hotter they, outfits. Yeah, it depends on your orientation towards that well, well, I, I think or- a bunch of screaming girls at, at the Shea Stadium would would differ you know would beg to differ right okay. yeah yeah but, well they're, uh, they're a little older too they're they're a little older too and the eyesight's not as good as it was speaking of uh, better wardrobes Britney Spears she's uh, she always has a nice wardrobe when she's uh on stage she does. She always does. She and, has, sometimes she has a horrific wardrobe when she's on stage. And she's still accusing her father of extortion. <laughs> well, the latest the latest court filing is accusing Jamie Spears, who's been conservator of the estate for low these many years, of basically um, trying trying to uh, extort Brittany to leave. He wants two million dollars. Uh, to stop being the executor, to stop being the conservator, which he says he's going to use to pay attorneys as well as one of her former business, one of Britney's former business partners, and the publicity people he's been using during all this. We all it's thought good. when we heard the story earlier this week, we all said, well, she'll gladly pay $2 million to get rid of him. Uh, you know, I mean, so the court case is on the 29th. You know, September 29th. So, do you give do you give them two million dollars, or or do you wait it out and it won't cost you two million dollars? Because all indication, at least all expectations, are he'll be removed. The conservatorship with her father will be over. So we'll see. And by the way, the uh, Las Vegas, the county sheriff, the Ventura County uh, District Attorney's Office says they are not going to file any charges on this alleged altercation with her former housekeeper over the dogs. They said there just isn't enough evidence, isn't sufficient enough evidence that, a, that a, an actual crime occurred. All right, Gary, we're out of time. All right, well, listen, have a good holiday weekend. Not too, not too many fun, funnel cakes or, or beers. <laughs> it is that time of year to you load up. Beer them. through a funnel. Well, and and it's apple cider time, too. Well, they have so, yeah, getting up on don't, over, don't overdose. Yeah, that's, it's weird having that happen the same time we're doing Summerfest. Uh, yeah, you know? this is true. 
So. Yeah, they'll pick that up and move that. This is true, but it could, be a, it could be a nice tradition, you know, part yeah. of the fall. Uh, they're going to do, they like the weekend thing, but they're going to move it back to its back traditional to yeah, sure, warmer sure, weather, but, middle but of summer. Enjoy it this year, you know. Yeah. Cider, cider Donut Summerfest, it has a nice <laughs> ring to it. There you go. We're uh, just crunching up on October. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, you guys take care. Gary Graff, our music expert.